Hey, hi. Hi. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Oh my god, you said what I said. Saying <laughs> the same. Our 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 twin era. Um. Hey. Hey. How is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Answer right now. If they don't reply Say it out right loud. at the second, I'm gonna cry. I'm ready to bowl. Bowl. No, literally, like reply right now. Scream it at whatever you're listening to this on. Yeah. Anyways, um, how has your week been? My week. Here's the thing. I always say this. I don't remember what I do in the week because I'm once so I do it, it's whew, gone yeah. out of me. But I did spend a majority of this week like deep cleaning my house, scrubbing every tile. Oh, I like, love the that. Walls. I just really like, I don't know, for me, I get this sense of accomplishment and I haven't felt like accomplished with anything in so long. So it's kind of addictive. It's like, well, I got my room done and then I got the hallway done, my bathroom done. Like, feels so good. I don't know. I need to do that. My room is kind of in a state of disarray. Sometimes need- it's therapeutic just to clean it up. Yeah. Even though it's like, just- I don't know, when I'm sad and like, feeling like I need therapy that's when I mess everything up and make it messy but I'm in an opposite thing right now I don't know Mm. yeah I've been feeling a little more optimistic lately oh really yeah I mean not when it comes to my room I look at my room and it's like really chaotic and I just get overwhelmed and I'm like whatever but just in like general um I've been feeling a little more optimistic and um motivated I guess a little bit of motivation coming back I love that Um, for you yeah I've just been like really burnt out me too like I feel like I have no motivation like I can't do the things I love there's like no no inspiration coming out at all it's it's like it's it's hard because it's like I think part of it might be because I feel like I'm doing like I'm going to work and I'm doing like the same thing over and over again Mm. and especially since like unfortunately fortunately and unfortunately um because it's not stressful because there's not much to do but it's also there's not much to do excuse me I just burped um but it's kind of slow season at my job so there's not much for me to be doing right um I mean there have been like registrations and stuff for um, this big event that's happening in October in Texas, which I might be going to, which is kind of exciting. What? Um, yeah. And there's like this whole gala and everything part of it. And yeah. That sounds so fun. Yeah. It's like really exciting. It's going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. So like everyone's been registering for that. So, and it's also been a bit chaotic because it like it's a bit of a tedious process to Mm -hmm. register on their end and the people that are part of the organization I work for are like kind of fucking stupid so they like don't know how to handle themselves um so it's been a bit crazy with that but I mean other than that and this like one list I I do when I don't have anything else to do and I really drag it on um there's like nothing for me to do so Mm -hmm. I show up to work and like I do things like one thing an hour so I don't run out of things to do within like the first hour and I guess I'm just like burnt out from that because I'm so bored all the time and I'm so like like I show up and I'm like what's the point of me being here like 
Oh, I hate yeah. that feeling. Because it's like I that. everything I have to do in a day, I get done in like an hour and a half. And I'm like, I have six and a half hours left. Like, what do you mean? You know? Here's the thing with that kind of thing, too, because it's like you want to be doing more. But then if yeah. you're at another job where you had to do stuff throughout the whole day, I bet you'd be like, dang, I wish I had a little less to do. Yeah. I mean, like a middle ground with that. I yeah. I mean, if it were a job like a clothing store job, I probably would be like stressed because those you're, you're always like given something to do and then you're mm-hmm. on your feet the whole day. So that's kind of like, oh, I just want to like stand still for a second. But at an office job, when it's like an eight hour day and you have nothing to do and you get whatever you have to do done in like an hour, you kind of like wish you had something to do because you're kind of just sat there most of the time you know, with the exception of like getting up to print something or stepping out for a coffee or getting your lunch or getting a snack, whatever. Um, or just like getting up to get stuff and talk to people. Um, so it's like, I kind of get bored because like, I end up just like sitting on my phone on Twitter or on Instagram, or sometimes I go on like Pinterest, you know, or I look through my playlists sometimes Mm. and like prune them and, you know, And then it's just like, you know, like, I I don't want to look like I'm not doing anything. But the thing is, is like everyone is kind of, yeah, like I did everything I needed to do. And and everyone kind of knows that there's not much to do. So it's like, you know. No, when they give you the stuff that you need to do, do they expect it to take like a long time or do they know you're going to get finished with it? They're pretty like lenient over there. They know it's like, like my boss, my immediate boss, because there's the, the lady I work under and then there's our like general boss um she like comes in she's like I know it's not much and I know you're probably gonna finish it in like five minutes but here's this and she's like we don't really have much to do you know but I mean it's nice that you're still getting paid for all those hours yeah true and it's not that I'm like not really doing anything like I have this list of like these awards that I have to update and it's a really long list it's like over 300 people like way over 300 people so it's been taking me a while and I like fall back on that when I don't have anything pressing to do, you know? So it's like, if I'm not, you know, figuring out a registration or an application or whatever, or whatever it is, I, I do that. Cause it's not really, um, pressing. Like it's not urgent. I don't need to get it done in like five minutes. Right. So it's like, I can kind of take my time with it and stuff like that. And, and I, that's like my go-to thing when I have nothing else to do. So I do that. And I, and there's emails that I have to answer. But overall, it's just kind of like it's dull. So I feel really burnt out from it because there's not much going on. There's no there's no excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I feel like like I know I knew beforehand and I and I know now based on experience, I was not met for the 40 hour work week, the nine to five, Monday through Friday. (laughs) I was not meant for the office kind of thing. And the sad part is like. I'm like, I'm convinced that mentally (laughs) I was meant for like the Nepo baby lifestyle of like, you know, like, yeah, you just like, when when you're like, oh, I kind of want to be a model because my parents famous, you know, pretty much just do whatever you want. You don't have to like, well, not that, but it's just like every day is like something new, you know, like you don't really know what's going to happen in a day, but you still feel safe. Yeah. But you don't feel overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. Or like it's just, just exciting, dream. yeah. And I, and this is probably like the grass, and like the grass is always greener. But like, 
I definitely was not made for this monotonous lifestyle. Like jokes aside, Nepo baby joke aside, like I was definitely, I think I'm meant to be in like a lifestyle and career that's like something exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of, but also just like when I wake up, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Yeah. You know, like I wake up. So like a spontaneous kind of like. Yeah. Very, very spontaneous. Spontaneous. I was about to say spontaneity, but that's not it. But like wrong form of that word. But yeah, very spontaneous lifestyle where it's like I wake up and I have like a general idea of like, oh, I I have, I don't know, this is an example. I have a concert that I'm going to play today, but I don't know what else I'm going to do in a day. I don't know who, like who I'm going to meet. I don't know you know, whatever. I don't know who's going to be at my car, you know, like just kind of like exciting and, and, you know, something new every day. Um, Speaking of concerts. No, we're not talking about concerts again. We're talking about what you, what you go to concerts to listen to. Music, baby. Music, as the French say. Music. Music. My muse makes me sick. I was thinking about that one for like a minute. Oh my god, wait, write that down. Twin Cherry single? Music, my muse makes me sick. <laughs> oh my god, our single? Oh our first god. single for our band? I'm so weak. Music. Yeah, music. I have to burp again. Um, as you can see from my background, <laughs> Bestie, Bestie Kendall, Bestie he's Kendall Roy, he's listening, to, he's listening to the strokes, see? 100%. And then we have uh, Miley Cyrus Cyrus. staring into your your soul with her blue eyes. Hanny Montani. Hanny Montani. Um, The best music. Are you a Hannah Montana fan? Oh, 100%. Oh, me too. I always wanted to go to concerts and stuff like that. Never did. I was there. When Hannah Montana came on the television, I was seated. I was ready. I watched the shit out of that. Remember Hannah Montana forever? Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. So good. I remember that show. Oh my gosh. I love that show. It was so good though. It really was the drama in it. Yes. And then the music was good too. Like honestly, there are still some songs I listen to all the time. I sang a Hannah Montana song for one of my elementary school talent shows. Really? Which one? Yeah, I think I sang one in a million. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. One in a million. I listen to Ordinary Girl. All oh my time. god. I'm just an ordinary girl. <laughs> it's so I, good. I remember in summer camp, um, we would like we would do the um what the what the hell was that song from the Hannah Montana movie? Oh, oh my god, not the climb. We would do that one, but what was oh it was like the dance one. What the oh, fuck the, was it called? Oh my god, I know what you're talking about. The one Put your hawk in the sky, move yeah, side yeah, to side. Yeah, yeah. Pop it, lock it, poke it, dot it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Hip hop and put your head. Jump to the left, kick it, slide. Zigzag, cross the floor, shuffle in diagonal. Hands on your hips. One foot in one eight, twist and Wait, what? Oh my God, what is it called? 
hold down, throw down. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I, I had to like go through the whole dance in my head. I was trying to go through the lyrics. Yeah. Do the hold down. Do the hold down. Oh my God. Banger. That was so good. I don't know what they put in that music, but it like yeah. sticks with you. It's so good. Hold oh up. my God. But yeah. What? Okay. What is your favorite? What is your favorite type of music, like genre or something? Okay. Did you know that Spotify actually tells you, like, when you go to search? Really? It tells you your top, like, genres. Mine is always rock and indie. Let me see if it changed. As soon as you go to the search. Oh, page, oh I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, the tiles yeah, that show up. Your top genres. Mine, rock. Yeah. See it, but, like, Mine's rock, rock and indie. indie. Oh, we're the same. Well. Twins. Aww. Yeah. Twin Cherry? Ooh. <laughs> the relevance. Yeah. But, like... What would you say it is? I would say that's true. I listen to mostly rock. Yeah. Would you say there's like any micro genre that you think? Dream pop. Mm. I love dream pop. I, honestly, okay, I say I listen to just rock, but I listen to so many different things. I, yeah, I can me even too. put it into like a category. It's and just there's so many, yeah, and there's so many like sub genres. Yeah. I just listen to you what know? sounds good to me. <laughs> To, to what my brain works tell me yeah is there like an album you've recently been listening to a lot whether it's new an or album old? yeah hmm. it could be a song too hmm i don't know i i mean i know for okay for like a whole day I was like only listening to Arctic Monkeys albums. And I don't mean yeah. in like a playlist. Like, you know how they have like the this is Arctic Monkeys playlist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I have a playlist on my on my account that I made myself that is like every every Arctic Monkey song on Spotify, um, except for the ones that I don't like. Um, <laughs> which is only like two. But um yeah, it, I'm not talking about those though. I'm I'm talking mm-hmm. about like listening. To the, the album, album in order oh in order yeah yeah i have to listen to albums in order um, it well it actually it really depends okay i don't i do sometimes listen to albums shuffled but i don't like to oh yeah no i would never listen to an album shuffle well i mean like, i guess i have like sometimes if i've listened to it before yes yeah but brand new albums if i'm listening to oh it for the brand new time, albums no oh my god whoever puts it on shuffle for the first time they have psychopaths in them literally they crazy. have they need therapy because like, i feel like there's a story to the order they're always yeah in. and some some albums like i know tranquility bass does this some of the songs fade into the next yeah i love that shit I and love that. Like Pink Floyd albums. Could you imagine listening to a Pink Floyd album like on Dark Shuffle Side of the Floyd? Moon on Shuffle? You know what I do with that's every of, song? That's out of bounds. When I do have it on Shuffle, I have it on the fade effect. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you, I you, love yeah, I remember I remember when we were getting ready for was it the strokes? And you had that fade effect on, and some of the songs faded so well into each other. And some really did not. Some were no. Some but it's so not. cool to see what actually does work because if yeah. you put ones that have the same tempo or like stuff like that it like yeah. is flawless mm-hmm. or it's like so some great. of the same or some of the same like i think it's like in the same key or some yes. of the same chords yes like i know i know there was that thing that was like that went viral on tiktok like forever ago and it was um was it, it was like a 1975 song and then and harry, uh, styles. harry styles no it was yeah. it was a harry styles song into robbers by 1975 yeah i don't remember what harry styles song though 
falling maybe maybe that one? i think it was yeah and like the end of that faded into robbers really well oh, I, I remember love that I, yeah it's so perfect. i love when that happens but um for me genres i don't know like you like you said like i listened to so many mm. things oh to answer your question tranquility bass was the album that i was listening to a lot lately I was just returning to that because of all the Arctic Monkeys news that has kind of been coming out more There's and more. News? Well, news the in quotation marks. The Alex. The, the reasons of Alex are and Are they going to release anything soon? Yeah, because it's been oh, like, like over four years. Like, I don't know. but <laughs> No, literally, like Matt has been saying the album is almost done for like four years now. But um, yeah, so just like, I don't know, because... They, like them releasing has been on my mind lately so yeah. I've just been in the mood to listen to them I gotta do that too so I can be like really prepared when they come back yeah. aren't they starting their tour next month yeah that's so crazy they've said nothing about their album they literally haven't they haven't do you think it's gonna come out this year I mean okay so the most recent thing that Matt has said is that they're putting the final touches on it yeah. like they're fixing and stuff like that basically so it's done wait no it's not even that you want to hear something he was on instagram live pretty recently he said it's done and he said that yeah anytime now and i'm like anytime like so it was probably just like finalizing stuff yeah but like i think i you know what i think i think i i don't think they're gonna announce it soon i think they're gonna play some new stuff at the new dates because that's what i was thinking so i think that yeah with tranquility base they didn't put any singles or anything out but they They just played stuff yeah i love when they do that oh my god yeah it's so cool like it's so but it's so it sucks too because it's like i want to be there you know one of these days i want to be there when they do something like that that must be cool for the people who are actually oh yeah the oh my European. god i could not imagine yeah that's probably gonna be so fun but like yeah that's what i think they're gonna do and this yeah. just confirms it like he, he he literally said it's like pretty much done you know and they're just like finalizing last touches you know i have a theory on why do. they won't put out a single because i feel like singles are just a money grab and i feel like they don't even care about that anymore you know what i mean I mean, okay. It's more of a promotional thing. And I feel like they don't even care about doing that. I feel like I feel like putting out a single is probably more beneficial for a newer artist. Yeah, same. And they're so like I feel like more established artists like Arte Monkeys or The Strokes or Beyonce, like I feel like they don't necessarily have to put out a single, yeah. but like I still think putting out a single isn't necessarily just a money grab yeah for some for some I can see it as just being a money grab but I I feel like it can also function as like you know to get people excited you know because people get a little restless yeah just a little taste of yeah if you put like a single out or like an album trailer I feel like that gets people excited or that gets people like oh my god you know like I'm so excited and stuff like that so that that I can see, but I feel like in terms of necessity, I feel like they're a little more necessary for smaller artists. Yeah, you know, because when you're then just starting more out, like plays on that single. Yeah, exactly, and and it, and yeah. it gives it gives people time to like listen to you and to be like, okay, well, this is a cool artist. I like this song. You know, oh, they're releasing something soon. Oh, let me keep tabs on that. You know, so it gets more people 
watching out for your stuff. But um, yeah, I I I like, but I like that they don't put out a single because yeah. I feel like that fits them. Yeah, because like artist. the full body of work just together to hear that all at the same. Yeah, it's such I a cool like experience. That's why I think exactly. I like Tranquility Base so much because we really didn't know what to expect besides a few lives. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and besides that, like teaser trailer thing that they yeah. did which i and and i think a lot of that plays into the fact that it was more so an experience rather than yeah. just an album you know like it was a whole aesthetic and concept and experience which also kind of makes it sad that i feel like um it fizzled out before it should have no me too i think they like, could have went further with it yeah, it, it's such a cinematic album. I feel like it could they like if a few it more were, music videos, please. Yeah, like literally, if it were me, because there was like a story amongst the music videos. There was, like, I feel like pick out some things. I yeah. feel like there was, there was a meant to be more. There. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a concept there, but things kind of like happen. Money, time, the pandemic, kind of. Yeah, personal experiences, maybe like yeah, you know, stuff happening in personal lives. Um, but. I feel like um, if it were me and I had all the money in the world, I would have done like a music video for every song, every song? and that it would have been tied so cool. in. And like, if you played them back to back, it would have been be like, like a movie. Yes, exactly. That would be so cool. They could, exactly. I, I really feel like that was their intent. Yeah. Or something that. like that, you know, like, a, like more was coming, but then just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like the videos that they did put out, like, there was a story there. There was some kind of, like, plot going on. And and I feel like even if they put out two more videos, you know, I feel like there there was, like, something more there. Like, it was supposed to be, a co- like, a collective piece rather than just separate music videos, which kind of upsets me because I feel like the concept for that album was just so sick. And I wish we could have lived in it more. For sure. Because, like, the the imagery and like the i don't know it was, it was such so a cool, cool era though it like, was like oh, oh it was so fun yeah it was so like glam rock meets like uh meets Remember like lounge the excitement of everything just coming out yes like a new oh music video we're like oh, yes. everyone's posting oh i new miss pictures. 2018 so much low-key that was too. such a fun year for music so there was tons of music that year besides so, yeah. Arctic monkeys there was tons of cool stuff that but, was probably my favorite year ever yeah i'm excited i'm excited for am7 though oh me too because like i mean well i i sent you the post i think it was like has it leaked or something someone there's like people on the internet that somehow like listen to the albums or get to hear pieces of it or, or snippets or whatever and, and they like give their thoughts or like they try to convey what it is yeah and based on what they said I'm excited like if like I'm I, I mean I'm excited I'm I was excited beforehand but even based on what they said I don't even know what to expect you know yeah. didn't even Matt say that it was gonna be similar to Tranquility Base but more upbeat yeah I mean yeah I feel like but I, I think that's that what the people want though you know what I yeah, mean yeah I, f- I was expecting that like that's kind of what they did between succadency and arch and um am yeah they kind of I I think it might be just like building off of I remember you know what I remember seeing him 
say that it was like building off of like what they started yeah and kind of like you know refining it or doing different stuff me too because they never like repeat a sound and I love that I love that but they it like it's always evolving and and um but you still know it's them like it still feels yes it's still it's like everything is so different but you still there's still something an yeah. essence there that you're like this is an arctic monkey song but it's so different i like and that they change because there's so many bands who listen to them and it's the same thing over and exactly over again, which See, isn't necessarily a negative thing because at least yeah. they know their sound and yeah that, that can be cool for like specific bands but it's nice to also hear a band that can do a multiple like multiple things not just yeah like it's it's good for a band i think to have range especially like when building a discography because it's like when you when you start to build a discography and then you have three or four albums that all sound the same with very slight differences then it's like I mean, in my opinion, I feel like it gets boring. Like, that's yeah. one of my many problems with the 1975. Yeah, yeah. Or and do you remember not... Catfish and the Man? All their albums. Oh, yeah. Like I, like, I only listen to a few songs of Catfish, and I only listen to a few songs of 1975. And I feel like once you listen to, like, a couple, you've listened to all of them. Yeah. Because they all sound the same. And it's not even that it's bad. It's just that, like you kind it's kind of like okay well what else can we do you know exactly you know who i'm scared is gonna fall into that inhaler (laughs) we were gonna find a way we were gonna find a way way. well it's no but it is i'm scared they're gonna fall into that because i really thought they were gonna go into something so different this next album and the fact they haven't we've already well well, the thing is is, i i mean the thing is is i don't know if we can judge the based second the album single. based on these are the days um because i don't know i that song just kind of flopped it's all... like it it i don't know it's just i like i, I don't know what to say i mean are i their really... biggest fans yet their biggest haters the thing is, is i don't even consider myself their biggest fan well true me too the, that's the funny thing i feel like judging by how much we talk about them on our podcast you think like we're their biggest fans yeah ever, you would like, think we're like the number one inhaler fans but we really aren't like i'm not in on everything like everyone no else i don't know anything about them <laughs> we just we know, know nothing about them. and serve cunt. yeah they're just <laughs> ryan ryan serves cunt um that's a good thing by the way um but yeah like it's fun it's funny how much we talk about them and how like they're like they're not even in my top five favorites I just like like them you know I just listen to them I wouldn't I I'm not even sure if I would put them in my top 10 if I'm being honest I think I might put them in my top 10 they might be at 11 they might be at 11 wait should we do our top five I don't think I could our top five favorite artists wait we should go you know the the um what is it the spotify streams you could see who your top oh five last fm streams. yeah yeah well, I, I don't have last my, fm but i can I'm gonna i do I, I looked at my last fm the other day and inhaler were much lower than i thought they were really be. yeah like oh, no. i'm kind of gagged like it's kind of funny oh remember when i posted that thing and you're like inhaler's not even on there and they're at the, like the very bottom oh yeah what 
I feel like, okay, like I listen to them, but I guess I don't listen to them as much as I thought I did. Here, I'll tell you who my top artists are right now. For the last, oh, for the last six, or should I do all time? Maybe the last six months. My top is Mitski. That's surprising. That's kind of funny. Then the Strokes, Radiohead. Where's Inhaler? What the? Inhaler's only number seven. <laughs> Burger King you're gonna gag from July 1st to July 7th my top five artists are Arctic Monkeys U2 Coast Contra Duran Duran and Talking Heads oh the only reason God. it's like it's like mostly 80s artists because I was listening to my 80s playlist for a while oh but it's just funny how U2 is oh wait there. what's your favorite Talking Heads song oh man That's such a hard one. Um, hmm. That is a hard one. I'll tell you mine. Girlfriend is better. I love that one. All time. Okay, here we go. All time top artist scrabbled. Number one. Well, I'll, I'll do five to one. Okay. Okay. So at number five, which this is funny because this is a recent addition to my music library is Fontaine's DC. Right. And that's all time, by the way. Number four is Alexandra Savior, Queen. Yes. Number three is Agnes Obel, Queen. Love her. <laughs> number two, Common and Hot, The Strokes. Of course. And then at number one, with a whopping 3,471 Scrabbles, is Arctic Monkeys. Let's see where Inhaler is. Inhaler's at number 10. Okay. That's not bad. Um, Where's Arctic Monkeys on mine? Let me go to all time. Arctic Monkeys is my number three all time. Okay, this is my, my top all time artist. You ready? Yeah. The Strokes. Radiohead, Arctic Monkeys, Lana Del Rey, Easy Life. That's my top five. And that's then, kind of- <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is so. I funny. feel like it's really giving manipulator. <laughs> it really is. Where's Fiona Apple on my list? Yeah, like I'm gagged. Why is why is Fiona Apple's at twenty three for me? I'm really surprised. I thought the amount of times I've I've streamed i know <laughs> i've been listening to nothing but that for the past month that song yeah that song i love that I song she's I... number 20 for me for all time but number one for this month what's your okay what's your top five um most listened to albums of all time albums yeah well i don't i don't know how to find that oh i'm on last fm so oh well i could tell you my my top songs you ready of all time of all time top five okay. songs of we all have, time we have pop shop by courting but the i love reason, that song well, listen to this the only reason that's my top i wanted to get them more streams because this is before they were starting to blow up so i played it for like three days <laughs> and then i ended up being like the top person to ever stream that song and i'm like yo uh, i streamed it that like happened to me times. that happened to me with running up that hill i i was like listening to that song only for like 
two days straight. And then I got a notification when I opened Spotify the other day and it was like, you're in the top 0.05% of running up that hill listeners. I was like, (laughs) <laughs> and then it was like look at your upside down playlist i was like i haven't even seen this season i just really like that song and then second is you only live once by the strokes period i play that song all the time then period. we have sound check by catfish and the bottleman francis forever by mitski and then soft currents by alexander savior oh that's five. in mine too that's in my top five so my top five is that number five is show me how by men i trust i love Ooh. that song Number four is Crying All the Time by Alexandra Savior. Number three is The Archer by Alexandra Savior. <laughs> number two is Soft Currents by Alexandra Savior. And number one, for the whopping 128 Scrabbles, is Girly by Alexandra Savior. You could say you're a savior head. I, I am. Is that what our fans are called? Savior I, heads. I'm a, I'm a saviarb. Like barb, savior. but, but Alexandra Savior. Wait, that's kind of good. Wait, let me let me tell you my top five albums of all time. Do it. Okay, so at number five is the Pride and Prejudice 2005 soundtrack. Perfect. Um, <laughs> number four is Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not, which I'm kind of gagged about, to be honest. Didn't you say you don't like that album? Yeah, like it, it's it's towards the bottom of my ranking of Archie Monkey's albums, which is kind of funny. Number three is Tranquility Bass. Okay, makes sense. Um, number two is AM. Ooh. Looks like a much more nostalgic than I think I am. <laughs> and number one, because it's like one of the only albums I listen to in full when I'm bored, is The Archer by Alexandra Savior. Of course. I love we her. Love it's it. funny. It's funny because you no, know, she isn't my top five favorite artist. She's a lot lower than I thought she would be in my top five. Oh, let me see her in my top because I listen to her all the time, but I feel like I never see her in my top. Yeah. Let me see real quick. Oh my god, where is she? She's 21. She's right after Fiona Apple, which kind of mm. makes sense. I feel like I listen to them about the same. Let me see what my top um artists in the last year from 2021. My top artists were at number five, Arctic Monkeys. At number four, Dario Marianelli, who is the composer for the uh, Pride and Prejudice soundtrack. Uh, number three is Alexander Savior. Number two is Agnes Obel. And then number one is The Strokes. Mm. La Strokes? La Strokes. Did you see the photo Julian posted today? I love it. This I was gonna, I was actually going to make that my my Your picture? background. We yeah. both should have done that. That would have been funny. That would have been funny if we both did it and then we started the Zoom call. And we're like, oh. I'm scared I of wonder, them. In the last month. Oh, that's an interesting collection. Oh, let's hear that. Top music from June 2022. This is the last month. Um, my top artist was Arts and Monkeys. Hmm. My number two artist was Fontaine's DC. Okay. My number three artist was The Strokes. My number four artist was Alex Turner because for like a whole week straight, I was listening to the Submarine EP. Of course. And then my number five artist was Blur. Ooh. <laughs> Blurhead. Blurhead. A blarb, if you a will. A blarb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's funny because my top albums from June, it's like three of them are Fontaine's DC albums. <laughs> my top track is I Know by Fiona Apple. <laughs> and then the second one is Running Up That Hill. What was I like, going we- through? <laughs> I know is number six of my top tracks for this month. 
I've been listening to Touch Tank a lot. That's my number one. Do you know that song? No. Oh, it's really good. Okay, I have a question for you. What's your least favorite type of music? My least favorite type of music? Yes. Probably country. Mm. Why? I, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, and you could say this about any genre of music, but I feel like it's just really predictable. Mm. And like, I just don't like the way that they sing. And I'm specifically talking about like modern um, country, right? Like the new, yeah, like, like Florida Georgia line, you know? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I agree hey, to an extent. Yeah. I, I, I feel, really yeah, just, I just feel like they all sing a certain way. And it, it you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, 100%. It's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But I mean, you put on Dolly Parton and I'm up. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, um, old country or like vintage country yeah. or that even when you get something into, about it or folk yeah. I feel like they kind of intertwine yes I love like, that I mean like Hozier is kind of folky yeah I would say you know I do like folky type music you know I feel like Bob Dylan is another one is kind of folky yeah um but yeah the like I I don't I don't know what they're um like the- Top like charts yeah. country this like the florida georgia line country you yeah. know but like before he cheats by carrie underwood that, i know every word that goes off that's a banger and see that one's not even that old but i feel like past that point is when it started to become the same thing or maybe yeah. even at that time there was there were yeah there, it's, it's like i hate country but like a few exceptions i hate country but i used to listen to all of taylor swift's older work you know what i mean see, with taylor swift like I, I was never really a Swifty. Right. I I feel like I'm like one, like, I don't hate her. And I don't think she makes bad music. It's but just not your thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. there are a couple songs that like I heard that, you know, I liked, but mm. at the time, you know, like Safe and Sound off the Hunger Games soundtrack and stuff like that. But um, now I just don't think, I think I'm past you know yeah I feel like if you if you don't listen to her like from like day one yeah you're not gonna like her in general yeah and it's like it's like I don't dislike her as a person I really have no thoughts about her to be honest Mm. like I I just feel neutral towards her like I don't really you know I don't really think much about it and 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 it's part of me kind of feels bad because I feel like you know so many people rave about her music and you know she's like one of the most popular artists and stuff like that and I feel like I'm missing out, but at the same time, like, I have listened to her music, and it's just like, like, okay, like, this is fine, but I you just don't can't think, connect to it. Yeah, I just don't, I would never go back to it, you know? Like, I would listen to it, and I'm like, I don't hate this, but it's just not something that I can see my, like, I would realistically look up, put into a playlist, listen to. It's just, mm-hmm. like, not the type that I would listen to. But, um, but yeah, like, going off of saying that I don't like country, that does not include blues and like bluegrass and and um what are other ones I'm missing those types of yeah. music I love those like oh my god you know like you know what I'm talking about I'm like on the, like the same page as you yeah like the the um tinny guitar sound like 
yeah and it's like it's like it's like lyric it's like improv lyrics and it's just like yeah. some old it's guy. so like raw and real yeah it's just some old guy with like a voice that sounds like he smoked six packs a minute of course like and it, it was just cigarettes and scotch was all he like consumed, consumed. and just singing about like terrible heartbreak to like oh, a yeah. tinny like plucky guitar oh I just love it yeah and it's also like it's very like um it's it's like really storybook if you get what I'm saying like like you listen to it you feel like you're listening to a story it's not just like a song it's a story you know that's true like it I, I watched um we watched this together didn't we on on Netflix we watched um a documentary it was called um the devil at the crossroads did we watch that together was it you that i watched i don't think it was me i watched it with someone i don't know oh i watched it okay i watched it okay i know who i watched it with it was it was a different friend i thought it was you because i don't know i watched it together (laughs) we could i think you would enjoy it but it's like a it's like a documentary on on netflix and it's about I don't remember what his name is, but he was like a really, he was like a well-known like blues guitarist. And the whole story was that like, he was okay at playing guitar, but then like one night, like, you know how like folk tales and shit happened. Oh, is it like the story of that guy who went and like sold his soul to the devil and then he Yeah, at a crossroads and he became the best guitarist in the world. And then he died very young, right? Yeah, and And it was just like the documentary about that and uh, I just loved... I don't know watching it because it's like... Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Do you think... Oh, 100%. A 100%. Who do you think sold their souls? Be honest. (laughs) In the industry, name them all now. Who's going to this crossroads? Please, oh like, my god no but i just i i like i like shit like that i don't yeah, know and too. i feel like i feel like blues and bluegrass has like there's like a mystic mysticism like magic undertones you know, to it yeah, yeah folk tale about it that's like you listen to it and you feel like you're part there's of a something lore to it almost. yeah yeah and that's that's what i like that's the type of like country music that i like yeah me too but like the shit about like Daisy Dukes being the back of a pickup truck with a six pack of cores, like, bro, it's unrelatable. I feel like, like I feel like you you cross a point to where it's only like a very niche like yeah. actual country people, and I feel like in the oldest it was just about like genuine like what was yeah on your mind it was, was hurting your well heart a lot of like yeah like you think about like a lot of um quote unquote folk country music from like back in the day and it was like working man talking about the struggles of being like a poor laborer you know right like you think of um what's his name that's saying um oh my god his name is escaping me but it's like i don't know if you know it but it's like that that song about like the dust bowl or this mm. land oh something guthrie that's his name um he um this land is your land you you know that song that's like yeah yeah that was like um they're like protest songs basically yeah you know a lot of them are like were like personal stories and like stories about being like a working class or um a hard labor 
were there was something real and relatable about those yeah and it was it wasn't like manufactured and I feel like there's a lot of country music now and this is just our opinion obviously like if you listen to country music like who really cares all the country folk are coming for us all the country stands but they should know that I'm a country person so yeah you're literally from the south South right now you're allowed to we're allowed to see this injected (laughs) Dr. Pepper in my veins yeah but I feel like but I feel like I don't know and and I can say this about other genres like there's other genres that I feel like it's just um there's like not really much going on like it's it's kind of like empty if that makes sense I feel like you could say the same about pop yeah because I feel like okay if you go past pop there's there's good pop but I feel like the majority of what's on the radio you could relate to what's on the radio is country yeah there is a lot yeah there's a lot of pop that is very clearly manufactured but like i just mean like like that a b c d f u song yeah that is so oh wait do you remember that one what's wrong with disney disney they tricked me tricked me you don't know that song no oh my god that was one of those it's but it's like but it's like those like nursery rhyme yes i hate those and it's like those are so clearly manufactured to try to replicate what Olivia Rodrigo did. Yeah. Which is funny because mm-hmm. she never did a nursery rhyme song. But also what I think is crazy, a lot of those songs are made just to go viral or just to go yeah. on TikTok or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, at what point does that destroy the music industry to where it's just exactly. like a seven second hook and that's it exactly. for the song and the rest of it's just Like shit. you're making songs just for a piece of it to go viral like a 15 second moment of it so that people can use it in tiktoks then you have songs that sound like shit for 90 percent of it and then 10 percent of it is like oh that's a cool part because that's the part that was in and TikTok. they play the course like 16 times throughout the exactly song. and then and then you have like these people that take the songs on tiktok and then hike up the octave and then it's all like and then it's nightcore alvin and the chipmunks sounding yeah and then you have alvin and the chip then you have like nightcore alvin and the chipmunks running up that hill and it's like like i'll be scrolling through reels sometimes because i don't have tiktok and it it, it's so annoying like i'm so glad i i deactivated and deleted tiktok when i did because if i would scroll through tiktok and have to hear running up that hill in like a million different ways like on and like over and over and over and over again that would ruin that song for me and that's like one of my favorite songs I love that song you know it's like I don't really care if people find a song from a tv show or if they find a song from a tiktok I've found songs that I like from tiktok I've found artists that I like from tiktok I really don't care I don't have a complex about that if you do have a complex please go outside and breathe some air um or open a window you know get in touch with some nature really quick (laughs) because it's really not that big of a deal you know but I feel like on one hand TikTok can do a lot for an artist there's a lot of artists that you know got picked up and and um seen and now have great careers because of TikTok right but then on the other hand I feel like it has the potential to create like one hit wonders yeah, it's a one hit wonder machine yes because now people are making shit to be a one hit wonder 
they don't even care about like longevity or like exactly. a career it's all exactly. about just getting the clicks on that one thing and exactly. then like living off whatever you get from that one thing. yeah and I'm not thinking about the long term because everything's yeah. so immediate on there and it's like it it just kind of creates this like now it's like it creates a, a whole like influx of empty produced like fabricated music that it's is all just the same like, thing too like it all yeah. sounds exactly the same and it's all like the same kind of lyrics yeah you know like fuck you and your mom and you manipulated me you're a snake that's literally what they could all be like you know reduced to it's like okay like you know write about your pain but like actually write about it don't just write zingers that will look good in a makeup tiktok no transition like you know and i feel bad for like ripping on it but i feel like a lot of people would would agree that it's like there's a lot of songs that go quote unquote viral it's just catchphrases it's just catchphrases it's just a song of catchphrases no for real and it really annoys me because I feel like now you have a whole bunch of artists who are already developed before TikTok happened and then TikTok happened and now it's like a big thing. Everyone's on TikTok. Right. And now record labels are like, you have to make TikToks. You have to do this first so it can go viral on TikTok. Yes. That so it can go viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now it's like, oh my God, it's like everyone is making a TikTok. Every artist is making a TikTok. It's like, oh, stop. You it's know what so annoys much. me? I feel like nowadays, especially artists from TikTok, they try to replicate three specific artists' voice. Billie Eilish, Olivia, mm-hmm. and Phoebe Bridgers. They try to sound like them so constantly. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen those TikToks of people that are like, this is my original song. It's literally like a knockoff Phoebe Bridgers song. They do yeah. the exact same voice and everything. And it's like, where do you lose the originality? Because you're just trying to sound like these other artists. Yeah. Try to find something within yourself. It's just like, exactly. I feel like that happens so much. And there's there's a lot of difference, and this isn't to put down like taking inspiration from an artist. Yeah. That's just something like replicating yeah. your whole. There's a lot of them. exactly. There's a lot of difference between being inspired by an artist and like using that as a stepping off point to develop mm-hmm. your own sound and to find you know your own creativity. That versus like literally just ripping off a song right. and like repackaging it rewording some shit it's like oh can i copy your schoolwork yeah make sure it it looks like you didn't cheat and it's just like rewording shit it's like you know find and replace changing i'm to i am you know it's like like it it's so it's obvious what it is and it it annoys me because it's like because i'm like what are you saying with this song though what exactly are you saying with this song? They're saying nothing. It's so empty. It's, it's they're saying real. so much, but yet so little. For and real. it's like, if you want to write a song, sit down, write a song, you know? Like, really, get, like, write a, write a song if you want to write a song, but don't just, like, write some nursery rhyme song or, like, oh, you're a snake. I hate your mom and, and I hate your sister, you know? Like, it's been done before just do clearly yeah we don't want any more of that you know 
And it's like, it, like people heard driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo, which is very clearly like a very real song. Like she wrote that about an experience. Yeah. And cause I love Olivia. I think she's so good and I can't wait to see what else she does. And I really hope right. like with, with music that she's, I really hope whatever she puts out now is like, like they let her really dive into hardcore shit because it seems like she wants to. Based on like the, yeah, too. based on like the covers that she's been doing and like the artists that she's really been like trying to work with, like oh she, my god, like, did you see her performance with Lily Allen? Yeah, and didn't she perform with Avril Lavigne too? Or am I tripping? She did, I think too. Yeah. So it's like she clearly wants to go into like a punky kind of, you know, cool kind of way, and I really hope they don't pigeonhole her into like the teen girl pop. Dude, thing. imagine she collabs with. Machine Gun Kelly next. That's when we lose her. That's when no. we lose her. Did you Get see Willow did that? Yeah. I mean, what was that? I used to whatever. love Willow. Yeah. Willow. Okay. Come on. Come on, girl. But like, I, I can, I really have hope for Olivia. I hope they and, let her. I hope they let her go in the punk direction because "Brutal" and "Good for You" are such good fucking songs. They're so good, and they're like two. Mm-hmm. They're like the two most popular songs on that album. So I'm For hoping sure. like the label that she's with or whatever is like, oh, these are the two most popular. Why don't you do this now? I hope, I just don't, I yeah. do not want her to get pigeonholed into like the teen girl pop thing. You know? I think she'll be able to have a, like a creative freedom. Yeah. Because she does the punky, cool rocker. Really yeah. Well. She has such great stage presence. She does. A lot she of like really newer does. artists, I feel like lack in that area, but she doesn't. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and I feel like that goes back to, like, TikTok. I feel like it's so common to, like, be consumed through a screen that when Mm -hmm. it comes to, like, playing live, I feel like... There's a disconnect. Yeah, there's a... It's a bit of a different... It's a different come up. We're talking as if we're, like, 40. But it's, like, a lot has changed since we were teenagers. Like, like, TikTok is still fairly new, you know? Like, TikTok is really new. And like when I was a teenager, there was no TikTok. We had like Vine, but that was like the closest yeah, thing. It was so but different. Like, yeah, and it was there wasn't like people creating songs, new no. and like music videos on Vine, you know. And you had YouTube, but it was a lot different, you know. It was a lot of this like, didn't go viral in the way they do on TikTok or how yeah, fast it goes. Yeah, like and I it feel was, like it took a while for people to even get like a career off of just like exactly. And and it was whatever. a lot different than like you know, the way music kind of happens on TikTok. I feel like every other video sometimes that comes up on my reels is like some band Instagram that's like, oh, here's your newest viral song. And it's like, bro, just make a fucking song. Like, Why does it have to be viral? What's this exactly. like big idea on like having to have things be go, con- viral. Like, go viral or be like popular? I feel like with art, it doesn't have to if one person views it that's all that matters but obviously people are trying to make a career off of things so going viral will be more beneficial but i feel like in a way you lose part of like yeah but it, it's not the, the real yeah. the, like the part of you that like needs to make exactly it than, like, there's there's no longevity yeah because it's like you go viral and then you're popular for a day and then the internet's moved on people are tired of you there's no longevity and like, imagine that feeling of like being popular one day and then the next day there's nothing. You will feel this like, yeah, this crash inside of one you. day. You you're must. like, one day you're like the the daily genius, and the next day people are like calling you mid and saying that you're annoying that they never liked your music anyway. Their or opinion that, will whatever. change so quick, like that. Like, 
you look at artists like Arctic Monkeys, for example, they didn't break mainstream until their fifth album. For real. They already had, they had already broken like records in the UK. Yeah. With their debut and stuff like that. They had five albums out. Mm -hmm. AM comes out, the fifth album, and then mainstream success in a way that's kind of inspiring though because it shows that you can keep doing what you need to do exactly and also they didn't exactly and and they became a mainstream success quote-unquote um and they like that influenced tumblr and stuff like that like they became this huge cultural thing and it influenced a whole generation but um they also like didn't do it by creating clickbaity songs they did it by being their authentic selves you know yeah. like they established from their beginning that they're not going to do what other people want them to do they're going to do whatever they feel like they're doing in the moment you know they're going to write about what they want to write about in the moment they're going to pull from what they are inspired by in the moment and that's what they've done since day one and i mean look at that body of work it's only right. ever gotten better and it's like that shit is timeless now. Like I listen to all those songs and I'm like, you know, these sound just as good as they did when I first heard them. Like that shit is they good. Hold up. Exactly. So what's more important? A, a viral video for a day or a 20 plus year career and six albums showing how successful you are and like a six exactly. like a six album discography showing range showing growth showing the like writing skills developing and instrumentals developing and all these inspirations and all these relationships that they met through the careers and that become you know like you have this amalgamation of the discography that is just the representation of a 20 year career at this point because they debuted at their first gig in 2003 and it's going to be 2023 so that's a 20-year career that they've had crazy it is they've been doing this since they were like 16 but it shows that it's possible you don't exactly have have that quick 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 as long as you enjoy what you're doing and it's fulfilling for you exactly and and like even in the uk they were like doing really well yeah like two albums in three albums in like it'll have like you don't I feel like the current climate when it comes to like social media it's like and I feel like everyone is so burnt out by it it's just like new 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 all the time every five minutes it has to be something new something new something new something new and it's like this whole pressure of like putting out a viral song just so it can get famous on TikTok you know because numbers wise yeah that's gonna be great for you if you have like 10 million streams on a song, yeah, yeah sure, that's going to be amazing. But people are going to be sick of you. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to be sick of you within a day or two. So then what What are those millions of streams going to do for you then? Dude, that- again, going back to that, it's like, oh, you'll have people for a day being like, this is the new music. This is the best artist I've ever heard exactly. of my life. Exactly. And Three then days fizzle out. They're, they're so annoying. They're so overrated. Like you'll exactly. have that so soon. It happens so that quickly. Happens so many times. And I felt yeah. that way about people too, because I've heard there yeah. too much scrolling through things. And it's like, yeah. okay now. And I it's feel like, bad because I feel like anyone could fall like uh fall into that. 
yeah it's really sad because it's like you know this is excuse me it's like you have all these young people that clearly have some kind of talent Mm -hmm. and like they could like in a different climate they could probably create some cool stuff or you know start out really well but no one's really wanting to I don't want to say wanting to but because I'm sure there's people out there that are wanting to take it slow and trying to be authentic but like there's so that it's like there's so many people who are not doing that yeah it's an it's conflated with like is that the right word conflated it's conflated with like um all these people that it's like a get rich quick scheme yes you know it's like the key to fame Mm. if i put out this song or two that gets me famous that gets me 10 million streams you know then i'll be famous then i'll get indoors and who cares after that you know that's like i want to know is your opinion on like those kind of people who are so into like this is kind of off topic but it's not the kind Mm. of people who are so into like music theory that they make their music perfect like perfect and by kind of like a template almost and it's like Maybe like a Charlie Puth kind of kind of thing where he's so entwined with music or like he can match the pitch so perfectly. Yet his music sounds so like mainstream and so generic. Like, oh. how do you feel about that kind of thing? Because I feel like I've people never... who are always into music theory always end up making the most generic music compared to people who just like learn on their own by the sound. You know what? OK, as someone who has a theater background, I feel like I can give some kind of insight to this yeah so with with theater backgrounds and stuff like that and and someone being like very learned learned (laughs) like having a background in music theory like charlie Puth, for example i don't know what his background is i don't know if maybe he went to school for it or not i I don't know yeah so that explains it i feel like when you go to school for something or like vocal lessons when someone takes vocal lessons to become a musical theater performer or an opera performer, or, you know, just a professional singer like that, they learn a a certain way to do something. Right. And when you spend years learning it and being told, this is how you do it, this is how you make this sound, stuff like that, that's, like, the only way you can do it, you know? Because then your brain is like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, because it's all all muscles, too. Like, it's muscle memory. So an opera singer learns how to sing opera, which fun fact is considered one of the cleanest ways to sing which is why you have opera singers who are like well into their 70s that still sound amazing because you know they take care of their vocal cords but you have opera singers that learn how to sing opera and then that's the only way they can really sing because that's how they're taught you can't have an opera like um what's her name like you can't have an opera singer like I don't know I don't know if I don't know if I'll pronounce this right. Kiri um, Tekanoa, she's like a dame. Kiri Tekanoa, she's like an opera singer. I listen to opera, by the way. Um, but you, she probably can't sing a song like Carrie Underwood. Yeah, you know, because she knows a certain type of singing. That's what her career's been, and that's how she's going to sing it. She could sing a Carrie Underwood song, but it's not going to sound like a Carrie Underwood song. No. <laughs> so you have people like that, and musical theater people that sing songs a certain way because that's how they're taught. And like Charlie Puth, he went to school for that. That's how he was taught. But then you have people that did not go to school for singing or for music. Maybe they just got like a guitar lesson or piano lessons or whatever. And they're kind of basing it off of 
artists that they like or songs that they like or whatever it is, whatever inspiration, they're they're not taking from a theory. They're taking from experience um, or like around exactly and and stuff that inspires them yeah you know so then you have um people creating unique things because they don't have a theory barriers I feel like people have so like they're in a square like in a box exactly the people who were classically trained yeah they don't have the restraints exactly they don't have the restraints of um a musical education you know, it would be like a ballerina trying to dance hip hop. You know, it's just not the it's just not yeah. the way that body was trained. Yeah, not to say they're not talented in their own way. Because yeah. if you put in that amount of work exactly. and stuff and, like that, and it's just like, an interesting kind of thing to see that. Like, yeah, it's an interesting concept because yeah. it's like the the talent is still there. It's just been nurtured in a very different way. Yeah, you know, and um, and I mean like both kinds are important to the music industry I think for sure because if you didn't have people looking at musical theory I feel like there's a lot of things we wouldn't know about music or you know it's kind of like it would be like learning how to run before learning how to walk you know you have to learn how to do the basics in order to experiment Mm -hmm. I think true and um like when you look at people like Picasso you know, he, he, his paintings are famous for being fucking bonkers, but he used to paint classically, hmm. you know, and you look at other painters too, like they were either trained classically or used to paint classically. And then they found their own style, style from that. Yeah. But it, like a lot of the times they wouldn't, like, we wouldn't know certain, we wouldn't come to certain advances without knowing the basics. Right. So, I mean, it's very fascinating because it's like, you wonder, you're like, why don't you experiment even though you know all this music theory? But I, I mean, if he's making the music he wants to make, then good yeah. for him. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like some of the people with the music theory thing, they they know what's going to work and what's going to be successful. And it kind of ties yeah. into the TikTok thing because they know yeah. what's going to work, what's going to be successful and get that hit. So yeah. maybe because I feel like even like the that kind of stuff applies to like a, a large amount of people. So that's why popular music is kind of popular in that way, mm-hmm. because more people in the everyday life are going to enjoy it rather than like, yeah, I mean, not really care rather yeah. than people on Twitter, on indie music Twitter that are going to yeah. complain about everything. Because the average listener of music or not average music listener, but the average person in everyday life who listens to music occasionally or like on the radio or stuff like that, they're not going to know the difference between someone who was classically trained or someone who wasn't, yeah. but they're going obviously going to listen to what's like in front of them. Yeah. Like, like they're not going to, yeah. Like they're not going to care as much. Yeah. It's very fascinating. But um, it is very fascinating. Yeah. But I, I wish. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was just gonna say that I, I would I don't know I thought back to like inhaler and I wish they don't fall into the fall trap into of yeah. recreating the same thing over and over again any band that does that it's just like I feel like there yeah. is always room to grow or, or go a different direction especially yeah. with the times because I feel like like I don't know a lot of their peers are going into more of like a rougher kind of sound or like grungier kind of feel yeah and, and they are they so young too and they're exactly yeah, they're saying. so young and I feel like I feel like it's more beneficial to put out something new and different 
and maybe receive a bit of mixed reviews, then put out the, the same, same thing song and know what you're going to expect and like get people like I feel like it's more beneficial in the long run yeah and and I really hope that you know they um take that route of going where inspiration takes them rather than where you know it's like going the road less traveled by I guess but not even that it's less traveled by but just like um jumping outside of their comfort zone rather than yeah. staying in it because they know it'll work you know but i the only thing that like pisses me off i guess they have every resource to do whatever they want because yeah, like, i guess i feel like even if the general public doesn't like like what they end up doing if it's different they they're yeah. not gonna fail from that they can always but like, i mean when you oh sorry to cut you off i know you're good i was done <laughs> but i mean but i mean like bringing up arctic monkeys again like probably every album that they've put out since the date before like except the debut has been yeah. received with mixed reviews 100 especially base. yeah and then the second the next album after it comes out now it's like that's the mixed reviews one and the previous one that was the mixed reviews one is a classic or it's underrated right. it goes through the same cycle i of, feel like the more controversial an album is the more it like stays exactly like humbug for example was like super wild and different and now it's a fan favorite of course it's always like that though the one that's exactly kind of, like, off like yeah it's, it's like uh, weird and the critics i suppose and exactly a fan favorite a classic and people called suck it and see boring and now it's underrated one of their best albums yeah. exactly people called am overrated and now it's a, a classic Mm-hmm. and so many people know that album now exactly like music is so weird it is you but know it's what's like, weird about music there's music and then there's the music industry yeah that's the thing because you could just that's enjoy fun. music but there's always that industry exactly that comes and i think like, i think once you once you really separate yourself from um interacting with the music industry like removing yourself from like music stan twitter and like tiktok and instagram and stuff like that you could like i noticed for myself like once i stepped away from those spaces and like I the opinions st- of those other yeah people, i really start, i started better, to huh? enjoy shit better because it's yeah. like you you look at Free it from judgment exactly and and you look at it less critically like you're yes. still you still think about it like you still hear an album and you're thinking about what the inspirations could be or oh I could see what they did there or I could see what lyrical thing he did there or she did there they did there you can still analyze it but it's not in such a critical negative way I feel like you kind of fall into at least this was my thing you kind of fall into a habit of you know being overly critical being snobbish and pretentious you you kind of Mm -hmm. trip into that and then it's like there's people that fall into the trap of like oh well my artist outsold yours because they did all these sales and it's like oh my god I once you that. get into that that's where you know that you're in, in hell. it's not like, even about the music at that point it's like exactly it's just industry. sales it's yeah. like who cares you know no, it's because- so nice to be able to just like listen to music not have other people's opinion and your own exactly. opinion and you just like wonder what exactly. they where they came from exactly. i like to read like the what the artist 
feels about their work. Oh, a hundred percent. More than like what other people feel. A hundred percent. That's what I did with Tranquility Base. I I watched like every single, I, there was the, um there was that interview and it was the song by song interview. I forget what it was for, but it was Alex and this guy. And after every song or before every song, the guy would ask him questions about the song. Like, what was your inspiration for this song? Why this title? Like, why this direction that mm. you went in? And he would go into detail about all the decisions he made with the songs and like the lyric writing and why it was named that, what was the inspiration. And it was so fascinating to just listen to someone talk about why, like, or how a song came to be. And it's like, uh, it, it, I, that is just like one of the more enjoyable parts about music is that like, yeah you know you listen to a song and it's like when you listen to you're like oh this is really good song and then you you watch an interview where the uh, artist that wrote it is like oh yeah these were my inspirations this was the story da, 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 da. and then you listen to the song again and after that it. and you hear it like yeah, yeah. You're, you're like oh yeah that's exactly what the artist said and, and oh, it's like, I really love cool. that that's so fun it just really adds to the experience it really does but then it's like when you get into online spaces I feel like it can ruin it. Like I've known people that are like, oh yeah, this artist was ruined for me because of an online space or this movie was Mm -hmm. ruined for me because of an online space. Like that happens, you know? Online spaces are not safe spaces. Not all the time, no. Like it is good in some areas because I mean, sometimes it is fun to have other people's opinions because obviously with everything in life, it's good to have exactly and also And also it's cool to like meet people. Like we met through those Because of, yeah. Exactly. exactly. There, I feel like nowadays, especially, it's like a lot more cons than pros. Because I know exactly what you mean. And it's like, at least this is, you know, what I noticed. And, and yeah. And then it's sad because you have your friends and you want to keep in contact with your friends. But then it's like, you can't, it's like, you know, it's so toxic sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's but, hard um, to separate like the good from the bad in those Exactly. Situations. Exactly. But um, yeah. I mean, I can't wait for the new Arctic Monkeys album. Me too. We should end on now. that note. We can't yeah. wait for Arctic Monkeys. Our AM7. Like, you know we talked more about Arctic Monkeys than Inhaler on this episode, and I feel like that's yeah. our growth. And nice, uh, that, yes, that's our, that's our uh, mixed Dude, reviews album. You know what we need to do? When they, like, drop their album, we need to have a whole episode just about their album. A listening party. Yes, yes. That yes. would be fun. That would be fun if we went, like, song by song and talked about how we felt about the songs and stuff like that that would be really cool um yeah i think that's about it that That is fun i think we had a lot of opinions on on it's funny when you think about the previous episode was so chaotic and like uh like out of bounds and crazy (laughs) and so nonsensical and then this one this one just like connected every way it kept going we put our we put our glasses on and and became professors for a second we are philosophers our sleigh our intellectual sleigh yeah well thanks thanks for joining us thanks for listening for another week um yeah we hope you had a sleigh day a sleigh sleigh week and And hopefully your next week will be sleigh as well exactly and we hope to see you at the am7 album premiere (laughs) with your suits on yes all Um, right See you guys. See you. Bye, guys.